Anyway, I need him to help me with my homework. He laughed, as if this was hilarious, and when Ellen tried to argue, he put the headphones on. Fire Engine was singing another song. Suddenly, Ellen realised that she had missed most of her favourite programme, Holiday Swap. She picked up the remote control, but Luke snatched it back. You're so mean, said Ellen. This stuff is on 24 hours a day, and Holiday Swap only lasts half an hour. I got here first, said Luke, and he made her wait while the band was interviewed before handing over the control. Okay, it's all yours, he said at last, and went out of the room, leaving the door open. Ellen switched channels. Holiday Swap had just finished. I hate you, she shouted after Luke. She turned the television off angrily. Splodge laid his chin on her lap, and she stroked his head. You're the only nice one, she told him. What about me? came a ghostly whisper. The voice sounded slightly familiar, and for a moment Ellen wondered if it was Mirabelle. But there was no mirror in the room, and anyway the voice was too soft to be Mirabelle's. Splodge had heard the mysterious whisper too, and he didn't like it. He whined and hid behind the sofa, leaving Ellen to stare at the television, which is where the voice seemed to have come from. And yet she had definitely turned it off. The screen was dull and blank. Actually, that wasn't quite true. Ellen could just see herself in it, but it wasn't what she would call a proper reflection. It was faint and grey and transparent. Happy Thursday, whispered the faint grey transparent person, and stepped out of the television. Mirabelle, it is you, but you look all funny. Like a ghost, I can see right through you. Well, what do you expect on Thursday? said Princess Mirabelle. Her voice was a little louder now, more of an eerie chant than a whisper. You sound funny too. And what do you mean, Thursday? It's Thursday today. It may be Thursday here, but back home it's Thursday, said Mirabelle. Everyone can walk through things on Thursday, like this. And she walked through the sofa. Splodge growled. That's amazing, said Ellen. Can you go through doors, too? Naturally, but someone seems to have left this one open. That's Luke. He's so irritating. Ellen closed the door and watched as Mirabelle glided through it and back again. Splodge barked furiously. It's a pity you can't keep him under better control, said Mirabelle. Still, I suppose I shouldn't expect your dog to be as well behaved as mine, seeing that he doesn't have any royal blood. In fact, Mirabelle's dog, Prince Precious Paws, was the worst behaved pet Ellen had ever met. She remembered the time he had stolen a roast chicken and scared a lot of sheep but she decided not to mention this. Instead, now that they were on the subject of dogs, she found herself telling Mirabelle all about the unusual pets club and how annoying Crystal was. And Luke's been horrible too, she said. Everyone seems to be against me. A thoughtful look crossed Mirabelle's face. I can change that, she said, and she walked through the television. Splodge began to bark at the television as if it should have stopped Mirabelle. Calm down, Ellen told him, but Mirabelle said, He needs to look at the television. It's part of the plan. Just then, a strange echoey barking sound came from the screen. Here he comes, the dear sweet creature, Mirabelle said, and the next second a ghostly prince precious paws bounded out of the screen and into the room. There's your unusual pet, 
said Mirabelle to Ellen. At least he's mine, really, but I'll let you borrow him. Luke was hungry. Supper wouldn't be for ages. Mum was still teaching the piano. He opened the kitchen cupboard and found a jar of salsa. But I can see a big wave coming and it's gonna crash over you, he sang as he rummaged around some more. That fire engine song was so brilliant. Luke wished he could write something as good as that for his own band, Breakneck. He discovered a bag of rather stale crisps and dipped one into the bright red salsa. Suddenly he felt inspired. Red, the colour of anger, he said to himself. That would be a good first line. How could the song go after that? Red, the colour of anger. Blue, the colour of sorrow, he sang with his mouth.